Well, we've got some housekeeping to take care of on the Fresh Ears podcast. Isn't that right, Alex and John Mark, my co-hosts with no nicknames? Yes, Eddie, that is right. Thank you. Uh-huh. Let's get this... Okay. Let's... I see. I see. Well, last week... We did something bad, and by we we mean Alex. Hey, and he's already I, 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 yeah, hold on a second. He's already atoned for his Alex sins. Alex and I have, but Eddie I did and not I have get washed any, our hands from this. I did not get any input I on are, that apology that he sent about Kishibashi to Kishibashi himself. I already and addressed I wanna, the situation. I want to give. I think you should apologize to Kishi. Himself. Yeah, but we didn't get to talk about it. Oh, uh, Kishi, Eddie, and I. <clears throat> oh, you're talking. Go ahead. Excuse talk me, Kishi. Kishi, I really liked. What is it called, Mr. Meatloaf? Or what? Yep. What was the song called? Mr. Meatloaf, you're right. Ballad of Mr. Steak. Ballad of Mr. Steak, that was great. It was a good song. And I just want to say that I wish I could have talked about it, but my voices were silenced by the government. And by the government, I mean... The oppressive. The pod. The, the oppressive, oppressive Alex Petra. <laughs> we're just kidding on you, Alex. He looks so sad. So he can drink his coffee. He's about to cry. Yeah, Alex... Oh, yeah! Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. This is probably 2021 that we're talking to you in. Yeah, what an exciting time. I'd say wow. it is. Yeah, yeah. Pandemic so, uh, ended. Pandemic ended right at the strike of midnight. Yeah, it's over. Every like student loans of debt has been canceled. Yahoo! Yeah, and we're here. We're having a good time. Kobe's so, alive uh, again. Kobe, yeah, Kobe has been revived, and so has uh, um, uh, I don't know, Van Halen. So that epi- we got to get rid of that Van Halen episode and do another one. Anyway, how are you guys doing today? We're doing this kind of early. Alex was un- no, unintentionally up This is the normal time. Yeah, I guess it is. Yes, yeah, this, this is normal. It's Back normal. at it again. Well, we got to get out of here before this, the Lures game, huh? Time's that at one? Yeah, we'll, we'll be good. We'll cut it close. We're good. What do you guys think of this, the Lures as we call them in the Berg? We shorten everything to the we love second the, half of their name. We love those lures. Yeah. We love the lures. They've, they've had a rough uh, last three games, but maybe they'll pick it back up. Today. Yeah, Listen. people always talk to me about them, and I'm like, oh, that's very important. I don't watch know. a lot of sports. I love the lures. You I like love, it when they win. <laughs> I like it when they win. I like the Gwens. The Gwens, yes, of course. I like the eights. I like them oh, all. The eights. All good, ba- all good bands. The eights. Oh, the rates, the pirates. <laughs> home of the Pits. Welcome to PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's what it used to say on the speaker at PNC Park. Have you ever heard that? Have you been there? I saw Probably. sticks at PNC. Park. Sticks? Yeah. Wow, how many? We went like to batting a, sticks. We, yeah. Wow. Let's just talk about that today. We went batting to, sticks. We went to a sticks review. I went to a, a Pirates game. Well, Alex got some drumsticks over there. I went to the Pirates game, and then after the Pirates game, for some reason... Oh, wait, okay, I remember There was this. a Sticks concert. And they said, Domo Origato, Roberto Clemente. All right, this is getting out of hand. Mr. Roberto Clemente. Um, anyway, I guess that's it for the intro. Well, what are we What are we talking about Well, today? okay, we all... Okay, so this is a music podcast. Not about the band Muse, but about music. But band, Muse could be selected. I don't personally like them. I don't them. think any of us are ever going to select Muse. I, I guess I can respect uh, what the singer's name, what the guitar player and singer's hey, name hey, is. Hey, hey, soundtrack. I'm trying to. This podcast this is, is about Muse. This podcast is about on Muse. Track. Yes, it's true. We're talking about Muse today. Uh, did you guys ever hear um, uh, <laughs> Creep? The song Creep by Muse? No, I'm just kidding. That's by uh, the, the Black Keys. 
So we're talking about last week, last time we did a pod for the end, we picked the, our favorite albums of the not year. Not our favorite. I wouldn't say our favorite. Oh, not? No, this isn't my favorite. No, it wasn't supposed to be our favorite. Oh. It was just supposed to be. Oh, well. So I guess it's your favorite, but you know, just. How do you know? Because we already talked about my favorite album oh. for 2020. Oh, that's right. And yeah, my so. favorite album is by a band we already talked about. So but maybe we'll mention them. Well, okay. our favorite albums. Anyway, later. we picked maybe, albums that maybe, we wanted yeah. to pick that came out we'll this see. year, okay? Yeah. Does that make a lot of sense to you? Yeah. Good. Uh, and then we're now we're gonna give our reviews, and there I actually think that there is a similarity blending all three of these albums well, together. I cannot I will, wait to hear. I yeah, okay. I will touch. Sure. I cannot I, wait to hear this one. I'm gonna touch on it because you said that maybe last episode, and I kind of agreed with you. But yeah, we'll see. We'll hey, see. Well, here get ready. You've always got at the end. I will reveal. I will reveal what I was gonna say. So listen along and find out what I'm gonna reveal in 2021. Welcome back to Fresh Years, everybody. Like Eddie said in his very concise, very elegant, eloquent wow. intro. As always. We're talking about um, three different 2020 albums this year. Um, I thought I'd be a little stinker and pick uh, Mouth Dreams by Neil Cesariga. Um, so why does that make you a stinker? If you'd, well, <clears throat> first of all. It is. Are you saying it is a stinker? Ooh. No, 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 no. Listen, everyone knows who Nilsa is, even if they don't know the name. I, the man. If you if you grew up with the internet, you knew you know of at least one thing he's done. Um, I think most people would probably know uh, Potter Puppet Pals or Puppet Potter Pals. Which one is it? That's Potter that was him. Pals. That's Nilsa Oh my goodness, I did not know that. Yeah, uh, a lot of wild. people. I never knew this, but a lot of people know a video called The Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny, which is a bunch of different characters, like a cartoon, a bunch of different characters of different things fighting each other. He did that. I first heard of him from a song he did called Brody Quest. Oh um, my god. Based on a certain rest- wrestler who just passed? No, based on Adrian Brody. Um, R.I.P. Brody Lee, by the way. Um, oh, that's right. He also has done a, a bunch of uh, fake intros or fake... Uh, <clears throat> Guides to stuff like Star Wars and Star Trek and Lord of the Rings that are really funny. The man is a legend. Everything he touches is gold, and I think he's one of the comedy geniuses of our time. He's like a low key legend because, like, he's, you, I don't know, I feel like he's kind of obscure still, still kind of obscure because he's well, not like out. You know, the name is. Yeah, Wait, the so, name is. Yeah. But if everyone he made knows. Potter Puppet Pals, how old is this guy? Like, he's in his early that, 30s. Really? I think so, yeah. Because that came out like... I mean, he looks like he's younger than us. He's, really? But well, he never looks, and I don't want to. So, the man is also very music, musically talented. He has his serious work is under a, the, the name Lemon Demon, hmm. which is also really good stuff. That's not what we're talking about today. Instead, we're going to talk about his comedy mashup works, um, specifically Mouth Dreams, which came out this year. Um... In the mid-late 2000s, he had a trilogy of mouth albums that were all... Hmm. I would guess... I would say they're basically... Com- I mean, they're comedy albums. They're like a stand-up album almost, but they're all musical. Uh, different mashups. Different uh, jokes based on music, I guess you could say. Um, and I think the things that this man thinks to do is just absolutely wild to me, and he can pull them off just amazingly. 
So Mouth Dreams as a surprise album that came out with this year. I thought the these these albums were done with, and they're not, and I'm really excited about that. Um, it's his, I think it's his longest album in terms of tracks, um, but a lot of them are like a minute long, which is, I think, to its detriment. But we'll we'll talk to it because I know Eddie doesn't like long albums. But anyway, it's hard to talk about this a little bit because I think everyone should go in to Neil Cesariga's Mouth albums. Absolutely blind. It'd be like me telling you the joke from a, a Chris Rock stand-up bit. It doesn't. It's not the same until you actually hear it. Hit. Well, let's hear it. No, I'm not gonna get into that. Um, but anyway, let me just go through a few of my favorite tracks. Well, I think you should preface that. I hate what? to interject, but I think you should preface that by kind of talking about if someone doesn't know what this is. I know you say they should listen to it, but like, what's what's the concept of this thing? It's literally an hour of because you haven't talked about how it's mashups. Okay, so it's ma- okay. So normally, yeah, I mean, I thought it was just a mashup album. <laughs> normally, I, when I didn't it, really hear any stand up on it. Maybe I missed it. No, I'm not saying stand. I, he doesn't. Oh my god, he doesn't stand up when he does this. I'm saying it's a comedy album. I don't. He, you don't think he has a standing desk? I'm not talking to you for the oh, rest no. of this podcast. Well, Alex will communicate for us. It's a series of either mashups or re-edits of a song. And it's usually mashups that either don't work well together on purpose or ones that you would never, ever think would go together. And it's, I'm, the, the perfect example for me, it's not on this album. On one of his albums, he has a song called ACVC. And it is ACDC mashed up with A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. It's the, it's the music from Vanessa Carlton. And it's the lyrics to Black and Black. And it's the most jarring... I mean, I'm sure I've played it for you. Mm-hmm. It's the most jarring, bizarre, wild thing of all time. It's hilarious. And that's the perfect example. But he also has great re-edits of songs. He did a song called Wow Wow which is a complete remix of Will Smith's Wild Wild West uh, movie song. And it's great. And the lyrics, he, he re-edits the words to all the lyrics, so he, they're saying something funny. He does it on all his albums. Um, but the man actually can make great music. And so, for example, on here we have uh, Sponge Rock, which is the SpongeBob SquarePants theme mixed with We Will Rock You by Queen. Um... My favorite might be Ribs, and that mixes stuff like um, I Want My Baby Baby Back, back, the Chili Song, with Baby by Just... No, that's Just a Baby. With... um, Just uh, a Baby. With Marilyn Manson, and uh, The Lion Sleeps Tonight, and it all just kind of coagulates into this really weird mix of songs. And then they have interludes, like The Outsiders, which is just... The movie trailer for The Outsiders, but then instead of naming people like Soda Pop and Pony Boy, it's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. It's the same voice of the guy that that did that intro. It's hard to talk about this. I didn't know, I didn't realize how hard it was going to be to talk about this if you haven't listened to it. Um, But I would sit yourself down if you haven't listened to any of these. It's going to disgust you at points and make you angry and it'll make you laugh. Uh, he has a song on here called Amore, which is the song Amore, but it's edited to make it seem like uh, Frank Sinatra's drunk. 
and it's hilarious. Oh. I don't think I think this might be his weakest mouth album. I think the the first three are, are better than this, but I'm so glad this is in my life, and it, it's it gives us actual I think actual good songs, like White House and and Ten Thousand Spoons and Just a Baby. Those are songs that I would unironically listen to because I think they are pleasant to hear. My issue with some of these is um, I feel like some of them go on for too long and some of them are too short. I think Cannibals goes on for too long and it doesn't have a really good payoff for the joke it is. Um, what else? Uh, I think Closer Flies, which is a mixture of Closer by Nine Inch Nails and Fireflies by Al City is a little too long too. But... Uh, overall, I think it's great. Neil Cicerega, I think you're great and you're the best there is and the best there was and the best there ever will be. And so now it's time for Eddie Trezino. I don't expect you guys to say good things about this. What'd you think, Eddie? Thank you for communicating for John Mark to me. Um, but anyway, yeah, okay, so now that you said all those things, I didn't realize that these songs were supposed to be jarring and bad at points. I didn't realize that at all. Well, I think... I Because think <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I don't... Okay, so I also don't... Under, like, He I, pointed out some things that I never would have caught in these songs if he wouldn't have told me. Like, I don't know... I didn't know like, Frank Sinatra being Yeah, I wouldn't have caught joke. that. Yeah. No. So well, maybe that's because I've never heard yeah. mouth sounds or mouth... No, 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 no. But, like, like but, but some of this stuff, like... You need, like, I don't know. There's levels upon levels of this stuff. The whole point of Marilyn Manson being in the song Ribs is because of the legend that oh, he removed, he he his, removed ribs. his rib, oh, some of his ribs so he okay. can See, go down. I did not so. think of that. I didn't catch that either. So there's stuff, there's, it, there's this multi-layered, and I just think this stuff is a genius, and every time I go back to it, I find out something new, and I, I love that. Well, that's pretty deep, and maybe, uh, I guess oh, I'll have to listen deep. to it. <laughs> More than once, but uh, <clears throat> I uh, why are they called mouth? Why is it the mouth quadrilogy? What's with mouth? Um, What's well, not so much on this album, but mouth moods and mouth sounds have a huge, huge, huge amount of Smash Mouth on them. And Smash Mouth mm-hmm. was like the original meme that he did. A lot of All Star, a lot of Walking on the Sun. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not in here too much. It is a little bit. Um, it's at the end. Yeah, it comes up at the end. end. It's at the end, and then <laughs> I was researching today, and so all his, all these albums are free because he he's using other people's songs. So he can't get money off of it, so you can go listen to all these for free and download them. So, so he, well, he probably profits off the YouTube ads and stuff like that. Yeah, and you can donate to him and stuff. Yeah, uh, mm. but but he, like I said, he also has Lemon Demon, which is his actual music that you can buy. Is it comedy too? No, it's oh, actual okay. music. Is it like like electronic or? <laughs> it's electronic music, but he sings like it's actual music. Wow. Um, but in Mouth Dreams Extra, which isn't the last track, there is a. If you go back and listen to it now, there's like these weird like sounds that are sound like really slowed down and that are playing in the background. And someone figured it out that it's the words "Don't trust the Shrek." like translated into wingdings and then put into like a modulator and then played backwards or something like that and that's what it is and like if you download the the exif files of the songs and you like look if you look into the songs like the actual files 
there's all these like references to different things. Like he the, he That's puts crazy. he puts an insane amount of work into this stuff. Yeah, I don't know for how things we... that most people never even see. Yeah. So I have a lot of respect for. Her. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. What is Wingdings? Is it another Linux? I know, but like, what it? Who made that? Is it a Microsoft? Language? I'm assuming. Oh, they just. Oh, so Steve Jobs or not Steve Jobs? Bill. Who I don't made know. Microsoft? I don't know. I don't know. If Bill Gates himself. Bill Gates. Did Mike, Bill Gates sit there and squiggle squiggles and double like Bill Gates. Double dollar bills. You got two dollars. Tennessee Slim. Two beautiful dollars. Oh, a good reference to a game you played off mic. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys know this, but we're always on mic. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, yeah, I didn't know anything about all these little jokes, but I thought it now, was... Now, hold on a second. You cannot listen. Well, okay, I knew it was, like, To say comedic. it so, play over in the Hall of the Mountain King and, and not think to yourself. But, like, I thought it was supposed to be, like, oh, that works well together. No. I, I never... Okay, the well, point of some of these is they don't work well together. Well, I don't know. I didn't notice that at all, so now I'm really confused. I, I would have never even thought of that. Like, why would I... Why would I just be, like, what an idiot this guy... Like... I'm assuming you're supposed to think of this guy as, like, a character who's, like, a dumb mashup guy. No. Well, I don't know what the... Th- well, so, I don't get it. I'm so confused. What's to be confused about? Well, if he's doing things to make them bad on purpose... He's but not I, playing a character. Well, okay. He's doing things on purpose to get a reaction. I feel like listener. it's not necessarily bad. Yeah, not bad, purpose. I feel but... Like, but weird. He's trying to trigger a certain reaction, but he's doing it in a really, really, really clever way. And he knows... He yeah. kn- I mean, he knows... I didn't get mad at all in any of these. I didn't get... But he knows like... what he's doing. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was when like, oh, Johnny, this... When Johnny starts playing, and it's Johnny Cash's cover of um, Hurt, and then Never or never Gonna Give You Up starts playing, it's a Rickroll, and then he just pipes in a bunch of like a, a crowd booing. Oh. Because it's a low effort joke that he made. That's mm. funny to me. I didn't hear the. I didn't notice the booing. Huh? It was overpowering to the song. How maybe many it, maybe I did, but I was like, oh, that's just a. Because I like listen- Wall. That's Waluigi. Yeah, I like. No, it's Wario actually. I oh, like whatever. that, but uh, I like. I don't really listen to many mashups unless someone puts them on for me, and I'm usually like, oh, that's kind of fun, fun that they put these things together. So like, I don't. I guess I didn't really know that how to react to a lot of this, but I was like. I just listened and I smiled, so I take that as a good. <laughs> what, what were your favorite? Some of I, your favorite pieces. I liked. Uh, I liked Super Killer, and I liked. Uh, See, okay, that's an example uh, of something that does work well together. He knows that. Oh, okay, I didn't. I, well, I I would have never thought Limp Wicked. I thought was funny. I was like, okay. Well, well yeah, having Fred have, Hammer into Limp Wicked was really funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and. I uh, I don't know. It was Britoven was pretty cool. Is that the one with the? Um, no. It's Beethoven's fifth. <laughs> Which one is Beethoven's fifth? Yeah, yeah. Ba, ba, okay. What were you singing? Uh, Mamma Mia, let me go. Okay, Bohemian Rhapsody is not on this album. Yeah, I'm not. sure he's done something with Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, probably not. If it's in my mind if he has. Yeah, so I mean, I was I enjoyed my listen to Meal, Miss Meal, Maltharega. I don't know. Meals in my it sounds mouth. like you didn't enjoy it at all. Meal? No, I did, but now you're making me think that I didn't enjoy it right, so I'm confused. I'm just a dumb idiot who doesn't get the joke. I never said that. I'm not I know, but I, I didn't get the I didn't get all these jokes, so I feel like I listened wrong. So here I am. I should have given you a preference beforehand. I'm sorry. Well, you're telling everyone to go in blind with their eyes closed. Go in blind with your eyes closed. Yeah, obviously. With arms but, wide open. But like, should you have your arms wide open? You need to. 
the the point of these albums is they're a joke. Yeah, and I I knew it was like supposed to be funny and silly, but I didn't get. I I was just like, oh, mashups are fun and, and I silly. So I, I guess I just didn't know when he when he when he does Arrow Long, which is don't want to miss a thing over top of Everlong, but. Uh, I mean, I think that's cool. I, I didn't realize. But then he changes to... the lyrics to. I. I don't miss you, babe, and I do want to miss a thing. That's yeah, funny. that was funny. I I thought it was funny, but I I didn't realize that there was like a pic pictures in the sound files. <laughs> well, I mean, that, I mean, that's that's just stuff that should I? I mean, I didn't go. I just know that he does that, but it's too redditor for me. I don't go on Reddit. Look at what are these. you talking about? I don't know. I feel like everyone on Reddit probably talks about this stuff. I've never talked to anybody about Nils' uh, rig on Reddit. Okay. I, it seems Reddit core, for so, I mean, which isn't a bad thing necessarily, but it's you like all these you, things people talk about. You don't even know what Reddit is. I know it's a website that people talk to each other on about kind of edgy things. No. Okay, so you have no There's literally a Reddit forum subthreat, for whatever, whatever, subreddit for literally everything do we have a subreddit it's not we like an it like it's not edgy okay i well, mean there's probably there are probably very I guess many maybe edgy, I'm but literally it, it, the website itself you're confusing it with 4chan, 4chan. do people talk about this on 4chan yes okay well it, i was yeah. thinking of 4chan yeah, literally so. anything that you want to talk about but, or read about but this isn't is offensive but this isn't offensive or edgy okay i know it's no. not offensive but people uh, well never mind but uh just i feel like it's a lot of jokes that people that are smarter than me get, and I don't. <laughs> so, I'm embarrassed, and I'm ashamed mm -hmm. to be talking and sharing my embarrassment. <laughs> no, I don't understand that, but okay. Well, uh, yeah. Um, mouth, I guess I'll listen to the Mouth Quadrilogy. Well, in a, in a large way, I, I'm kind of on the same page with Eddie, and then, but at the same time, I think I... Going into it, I kind of understood what was going on a little I've bit. I've played both of you guys, yeah, so many of his yeah, songs yeah. before. I, I, under, I understood what was going on a little bit more than you, but your review, John Mark, your review of the album, your intro of the album, is going to kind of derail a lot of things that I'm going to have to say because <laughs> there were a lot of things that I didn't catch. And I feel like, like for example, like the stuff that's in the files, like that's awesome. He put so much work into this, but... As a surface level listener, I would have never caught half the things you said. Like the way he changes lyrics and stuff. I yeah, didn't, how did you think? I, I didn't that? even was catch those things because no, I can hear. I can listen to the song. Like, what do you mean? Like I feel like to really, really appreciate this, you really, really, really have to be in the know. But okay, this thing starts off with the Yahoo thing. I always talk yeah. about how there's something in these songs that of these albums that we. We review that haunts my dreams. The Yahoo. Up. I have woken up many mornings <laughs> oh, no. over the past month with Yahoo, and it's been terrible. It's been awful. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, I'm disappointed he didn't work Buck Cherry into this. There's no I'm Well, he did. He does a part where it's a Vince Sevenfold, and that, oh, yeah. at first Billy I thought, Joel. at first yeah. I thought, is this Buck Cherry? No, it's a Vince yeah, Sevenfold. Vince. But okay, so you guys complain a lot about boring albums. I don't think you have the right to complain anymore because this thing was well over an hour long and it was a struggle, 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 struggle for me. Um, let me start with just talking about what I liked. Okay, I loved Ribs. Ribs is amazing. Ribs is hilarious. Ribs is amazing. It's the best part of the entire project. I also really like Closer Flies. Um, and I don't have a problem with it being comedy. 
And I really enjoy the fact that he's pretty, you know, he's catering to people who grew up in the pop culture, like music zeitgeist mm -hmm. of like the early, the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, and that connects with us because we grew up in that era. But, and I know this is probably like the intention, but my main problem with this, and I can't get past it, is I hate pretty much every single song he uses. Oh, oh that's on purpose. I hate it all. That's on purpose. Like, and, I, and, and it's really, really hard for me to get past it like listen listen and i know he was doing this listening to this i feel i just felt like he was intention i was intentionally being trolled <laughs> yep. which which i know is the point but it was an absolute nightmare <laughs> like it should be mouth nightmare like 100 oh, you know every track every track that i hated i was like okay maybe the next one i'm gonna like, like. what like what oh every every single thing except I hated just about every single thing on this except ribs and closer flies. Are you serious? Yeah. You I, didn't like Where's My you Mom? You don't like ben Beethoven's Fifth? No. Like like How all these you? all these are like That's sounds my favorite and, song. and songs that I just hate. Um, but like I was like, okay, maybe the next one I'll like. And it rarely happens. And it's like a facepalm. Every track for me it was just like a facepalm. <laughs> like it was it was a nightmare. And you know, you show me many mashup artists. Many mashup tracks. And I love pretty much all of them. But for some reason, his stuff just doesn't really do it for me. And maybe because it's... Maybe because I'm looking for something that's going to make me go like, yeah, like something that like clicks and like hits. Yeah. But this isn't... But that's not the intention of I know. This. And this isn't that, you know? And on surface level, I didn't really think the mashups were anything special. Like, like nothing really impressed me. Um, I found myself... Bored and annoyed listening to this. Um, the only, like, the only part that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed was ribs. I thought it was great. Um, the whole time I was like, I found myself comparing this to like other mashup artists that I really enjoy. Like, you show me Girl Talk. I think Girl Talk's absolutely amazing. It's not common. I know it's completely different. Mm -hmm. And there was a there was a group that I, in high school that I love called the White Panda, and they like mix like uh, it was a lot of like. Uh, two, late 2000s, early 2010s, like pop and R&B stuff, stuff that really went well and really like shocked you, but like in a good way. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, there was an album called Pandemonium by White Panda that I loved. I don't think I've never shown them to you, but it's I really know good. what it is. Yeah. Well, here, here's the deal. If you're, if you want to listen to good mashups, you have Girl Talk, who's I think that the king of the mountain. Yeah, yeah, they set the standard. I think the you have DJ Cummerbund. Who does Don't Stop Too Mash Enough, which Eddie loves. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna butcher his name. The guy, this guy does a little bit more comedy stuff too, but not on the level Neil does. Uh, William Mar Marcani, maybe is his name. Um, he's the one, he, he mashed Funky Ten with um, Closer by Nine Inch Nails, I've shown him to you. He's the one that did For Whom the Bell Tolls with All I Want for Christmas, which we listen oh. to. I play a lot of stuff that you've heard. But he does, but, but so so those are people you should listen to if you want to right. actually like evolve. And I, I recommend White Panda to you. I think they're really great. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure they make their music anymore, but but yeah, this really was. Uh, I'll take those recommendations, but you know, this was torture to listen to. Well, I'm, I couldn't be more thrilled to hear um, that. I was like really, really, really happy for it to be over. All right. And that's my review. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. So for anybody out there, but I don't like. I don't think it's bad. Like I, I he's he's a genius. I'll say that. He's this one, this album, is too long. 
in in the past, he's he's uploaded like B sides to his other al- B sides, you know, quote unquote, to his other albums that didn't make the cut, and I think that should have happened here too. I think I think you could probably cut seven or eight tracks out of this and and make it mm-hmm. more concise. But I thought he, the idea was to make you mad. So why doesn't he just make it like ten hours? Okay, well, you're you're operating on an. I'm so con- yeah, I'm just lost. I, I definitely get it, and I don't think you get I'm it. I'm just lost now. Eddie, Eddie doesn't get it. At <laughs> I listened to it one time, so I don't. I guess mouth, maybe that's the problem. I think that the pinnacle of him, of these albums, is mouth mouth moods. That has Bustin on it, which I know I've played know, for you. Is the remix of the Ghostbusters theme. Um, that has Wow Wow, which is the, the Will Smith song. Um, but yeah, the, the first three are definitely better than this one, but I still love it. And I hope he continues to uh, impress me in the future. Yeah, he's, think... he's great. It just it was just torture. <laughs> it was just torture. Yeah. Pure, pure torture. <laughs> All right, well, uh, time for ratings. Um, I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. I don't really have a rating. you got to give it a rating. Uh... Q. I'll give it a Q out of you A. you to give it a numerical rating between 0 and 10. I have. What about 1 to the third power? Is that a thing? Yeah, it'll be 1. Okay. You're going to give it a 1 out of 10? Uh, no, let's let's make it fun and say like 1 to the fifth. That's still power. a 1. Is it? 1 to any power is 1. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll give it a 3 then. I, I, <laughs> I guess it's because I don't know what the... I, I guess I just got lost. Uh, because like, when I was, it took Eddie me got like lost in the sauce. Well, I, and also I listened to it over seven days, so I think I. <laughs> oh I, well, no wonder you. I kind of feel like I didn't. No, like this I, is an album that has to be listened to in one sitting. Well, okay, maybe that was the problem because I just listened to a couple tracks every day, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, you can't get the full experience out there. Right. Well, I guess. Little Eddie's rating of Q. Yeah, Q. Yeah, it's a Q. Good well, job. I, you. I, I just. I'm, just, I'm taking it from my genuine enjoyment of the That's album, fine. and I gotta give it a three as well, because I just, <laughs> I hate it. So I you mean, listen it, to this, like, in your spare time, or like... Not this one, but I, but if I'm in my car, I'll, 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 I won't hesitate to put it on the other one. Wait, so you looked up the sound stuff about the sound file pictures? Or like, you, you knew about, how'd you know about that? I read about that stuff, but then, but then after I read about it, I I have the albums downloaded and I go and see, look at those files, and they're there. He read about mm-hmm. it on Reddit. I know on that edgy, <laughs> That's, I that edgy <laughs> website. I don't know what it, I don't know what Reddit is. I admit it. I I remember in high school you used to find like pic, pictures of people like it's like mildly interesting pictures or something. Remember. Is that a Reddit? Never well, it's one of them. All right, well, it's our, one of three million subreddits. Our producer over here is telling us to wrap it up. We went, we went, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah, we can uh, wrap we, it up. We went a, went a little bit, a bit long on O'Neal, but, you know, hey. It was, it was It was an experience, and I'll say that. Um, so, we'll be right back. Hello there. Thank you for uh, staying with us over that break, because it was a long one, I'm sure. It was probably the longest one you've ever felt. But uh, we're going to talk about the next album now, and I will introduce it because I picked it, and it is called This Land Is Your Land, Phil, by the Homeless Gospel Choir, a Pittsburgh band, which I didn't really realize until I looked them up, um, which is probably a common thing. So, uh, yeah, I didn't, I, I mean, I didn't, pick any albums i think for the pod that came out this year till this one and it is actually 
probably my favorite album that came out this year because I, and I kind of like forgot that it did come out this year. Because when did it come out? Ape, it came out on 420. Okay. So, which uh, I, th- I can't remember when I first heard it, but um, I remember the, I don't even know how I heard about it. I think because Maura Weaver is in it. She's in a lot of bands. And, um, pretty cool person. But it's like, I guess it's folk punk. It's a folk punk album. Um, and it's really, a, it's a real uh, artifact of 2020, if you ask me, because it's really... I don't think that this is parody, like uh, one Ciceregan Neil, uh, but may, now I'm questioning everything because uh, <laughs> I got lost. Eddie already, I got lost in the sauce. Eddie already has a debilitating uh, syndrome where he struggles to figure out if people are genuine or not. No, I don't The man famously. To, no, I don't think, okay, not people, but like. You, you know, the, artists. It's like a very genuine album. I think, yeah, no. Eddie I think Alex is a genuine person. I think you're a genuine person. Yeah, but you think Hubie Halloween is a artistic master? Well, I also think that my parents are paying my friends to be friends with me. But that's beside the point. That's true. Uh, getting, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'm getting a big bonus this yeah, year. Yeah, I know. Oh, big bonus. Okay. <laughs> that $600 stimulus is coming to you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Mom and Dad. Um, well, anyway, no, I do think this is a genuine album, and it really, uh, I, like, listening to it, it's a guy pretty much contemplating life and, like, a lot of politics, <laughs> and, like, it's, it really, I, it's kind of like, it, it is frustrating, because the things he talks about are frustrating. I guess it's, you know, where he's one of those mad libs, as I like to call him. No, I'm just kidding, but uh, it's a very liberal album. <sighs> I know, I you guys, I don't know how, I know you, I don't think you guys like to listen to political music or whatever, but it's not all political, it's pretty like, it's pretty personal, personal politics and uh, so sociologically aware and stuff like that, if you call it that, uh, and yeah, I really don't, I, I guess I'll talk about the music, yeah, it's folk punk, there's a lot of like um, acoustic instruments, there's even like a accordion and pedal steel and some of these songs classic folk punk they also mix it together with like more electronic stuff a little bit not not a huge amount but it's cool uh the guy's voice i get he can be a little grating it's really like this and he i can get that can be grating but i think it really connects with me and i like the backing vocals they're great by megan schroeder who and more weaver who were in this band called boys and mixtapes mixtapes you know, I was thinking about... Was he from Mixtapes? No, he's not from... I don't know if he's... he's I'm sure he's in other bands. I don't know who this guy is. His name's Derek. <laughs> Derek Wibley from Sum 41. Is that you? <laughs> Married to Avril Lavigne for a short time? Did you is get... This it? Is this your review? What do you got? Yeah. Have you got... Have we heard from Avril Lavigne in a while? She's married to Chad Kroger. No, I think they got Big split divorce. up too. Uh, yeah, divorce. they split up too. Avril Lavigne's leading a trail of men in her wake. <laughs> Well, I guess that's what's going on. It sounds like you know. I I don't know who else. I haven't heard from her in like three years, though. Is she okay? What'd she do three years ago? I don't know. I think she divorced Chad Kroger. Oh. (laughs) Trust me, they're divorced. Chad is writing an album about it for Nickelback right now. We need that Nickelback comeback in 2019. Well, she put out an album in 2019. Okay, good. What's it called? Head Above Water. It's called Mouth (laughs) Mouth Mouth. Nightmares. (laughs) It's called Skater Boy. Mouth Torture. Mouth, Mouth Torture. 
So what did you guys think of... Oh, uh, I guess I should talk about maybe like some... Like, like, I like all the songs, really. I don't have... Art Punk might be my favorite, but that was the first one I heard. And I think it's, like, pretty good. Glowing review. Yeah, I don't really know how to talk about much. So let's hear what... Uh, let's look at this agenda. Let's hear Alex. what me. Right. Alex has all to right, say. All right, so we have, what, like four days left in 2020? Don't tell them when we're recording. Um, don't tell them. Yeah, I think. Four days. Um, yeah. I pretty much use music as like an escape, and the last thing I want to hear, talk about, or see on the internet on December 27th, 2020 is politics. Uh-oh. I'm just like so, 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 so over it. The only political music that I can really tolerate is when it's like metal or hardcore. If, if it's like, if it's political, it's got to be something that I can like... If it's political, you can't be able to understand it. If, <laughs> yeah. if, it's political, <laughs> if, if it's political, I have to at least be able to bop to it. Ooh. You know? What if it's Avril Lavigne? And, and, and you, can Avril Lavigne be political? And you have a lot of qualms with music that you can't bop to. Yeah. And, and I love music that I can't bop to. But if it's political, I'm going to have to at least be able to bop to it. Um, Couldn't bop to this at all. No um, God's voice, the lead singer's voice, um, uh, it was grating. You're right. It was grating. Um, I will say, though, you know, the intro and instrumentals on our Art Punk, you said that was your favorite. I thought those were pretty banging. Um I doubt anyone has ever compared this band to Neil Cicerraga, but uh, <laughs> I found myself, you know, once again, holding out hope, track after track, that I would like the next track. It it rarely happened. I think we had a handle with a tough cookie cram. No. The music isn't bad. Um, the vocals and the lyrics kind of dampered it for me. Um, I, I don't give a crap about Twitter feeds. Um, it's obvious this guy has a Twitter addiction. Um, <laughs> That's why Eddie loves him. Let me oh, say, yeah. like, uh, nothing against the lead singer or the rest of the band. It's obvious that they're, you know, solid people with solid values. Um, but it's just not something I want to hear right now. I mean, the lyric, Donald Trump thinks global warming is a Chinese conspiracy or whatever, I guess that is kind of like... <laughs> That was, like, yeah. I don't know, I was like, okay, okay that's unnecessary, whatever. But, you know, through it all, I agree with most of everything he's saying. It's just not what I want to be hearing right now. But but I will say, I do enjoy the, like little like pockets of the album, where he like kind of strays away from politics and makes it more about like self-worth and mental state and stuff well, like that. Well, see, that's like what I really yeah, connect I, with. Like art, I think art punk's really about well, that. Young I, and in I love. I love Young and in Love. Yeah, I, young like, and I actually like might be my favorite. like really really enjoyed that one. Um, and unlike a lot of the records <coughs> we've talked about, I think this one has a much better back half than front half because that's when he starts talking about other stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed most of the message of art. Art punk as well, but and I and I think I, I I could enjoy these guys live. I think I could. I, yeah, have I you seen how, them live? No, I've never seen. I never even really heard of them till last year. But I mean, uh, you maybe know, maybe even this year is probably this year. For me, Eddie, this is is a swift fall from grace from our last episode. I loved Rocket Ship. Uh, this isn't bad music. It just didn't really do it for me. You know, I want to say too. Like I feel like when every remember when Donald Trump got elected and everyone's like, oh man, punk and metal music is going to be so and rap music is going to be so good. Never like, really happened. Yeah, well, I mean, I think this is I kind mean, of I, like that. Okay, yeah, I, just, I don't care. Well, because you know, everybody said like Reagan was responsible. Well, for but a lot yeah, of but but, but but those a lot of those genres, Alex, are fueled by politics. Yeah, I, 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 well, I know, that's what, I know you're. Well, I'm, I'm saying, I know you're one of those guys who doesn't like to get political, but 
it's yeah. it needs it needs to happen. I'm I'm just saying that I think this sure. is like this guy was like you know this is an album about like that's viewed by that. Well, and I don't hate album. it all. I just don't like how he did it. Yeah, like, no, it I get kinda, it. Like, no, whiny and I don't know. I just it's full punk, baby. I get it. I get it. All right, well, I guess it's my it's turn. It's John Mark. Now, it's time to take out the trash. One of my favorite albums of all time, which we might talk about. Is your land? Is your land? Is Live the Dream by Ramshackle Glory, which I think is quintessential pop punk, or uh, folk punk, not oh, pop punk. I never listened to it. I, I can dig political music. I, I, I like the vibe of folk punk with the instrumentation and the whiny vocals. I'm, I'm all in. None of that stuff bothers me. But how specific he is in this, like you, the line you mentioned, the Donald Trump thinks global warming is a Chinese hoax or whatever. Like, it's like that was it was like. I mean, it's most, too, I mean it is on the nose. He I don't doesn't. Really like well, first that. of all, might, we don't need to turn this podcast into politics. He doesn't <laughs> think that. He says that he doesn't think that. Yeah, yeah. All these people know that's happening. They just don't care. Yeah. Number one. Number two. I think a lot of these lyrics were super hokey, and. Not that folk punk as a genre has a lot of craft to it, but I think it could have been a little, little bit more uh, understated and symbolic instead of just like writing out, singing his tweets. Basically, it was which is what I felt about this mm-hmm. musically. No issues. I love. I, I you know I, I enjoy this kind of music a lot. I like the, uh, the 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 choruses, the melodies. It's all fine to me, but. When you're talking about politics and music, the less specific I think, the better it is. And you can make it artistic. And well, make, I think that's the thing is that yeah, I like, definitely well, like it when it's not as direct. The, lyric, the well, lyrics, yeah. and, the lyrics in this in this music didn't have a lot of artistic value to me. You know, I feel like when I listened to it, I wasn't like I listened to it like in the middle of like quarantine like may probably and i was really frustrated and angry at everything so i think that i feel like i was like yeah this guy's right and also so the, i don't know the last, I, track, like, it the was, last track is him talking about how punk he's gonna be and it's like don't, i don't know yeah don't talk, don't I, talk about how punk you are. i thought maybe that was like um oh i'm sorry i'm cracking my knuckles i thought maybe that was a a little bit ironic but i don't know i guess i can't really tell with that one <laughs> he's pulling a neil a neil breen yeah, so I don't know. I'm never gonna listen to this again. But I didn't. I'm not like Alex that thought it was a slog to get through. Mm. It was it's 30, 32, 34 Did minutes. you guys? You guys didn't connect with like the personal stuff or like? No, my dad. Because I, 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 I really kind of stuff. Because I really like that stuff probably more than. And I don't want to. I'm talking about another stuff. album here. I know, but "Live the Dream" by Ramshackle Glory. It has a few political songs on it, but most of that album is about bettering yourself as a person and the lead singer overcoming addiction and that stuff to me yeah. is great it yeah. hits and on, on this album the music's even better on those tracks mm-hmm. like I feel like yeah let's like we forget. on the tracks that are more political he's focusing more on saying those things than the actual music mm-hmm. you know what yeah, I'm saying that's interesting. I think the music's a lot better on the tracks where it's more about like self I think I think when, when you're in the world we live in today, where everyone has a platform to say something, you need to have a lot more to say than what is said on this album about politics. Because mm. nothing, nothing of it's new. It's things that I've heard a thousand times. 
It's a lot and of things that you just say off the top of your head and it's without not said, really thinking. It's not said in a new way is my issue. Right. And if you're going to have an album that's, that focuses on lyrics and focuses on politics, I think that's a must. And to me, it didn't, it didn't do that. But like I said, if, if I, I don't know any of these other releases by this band. I don't know what they, what they sing about on other albums. But if, it's other, if, it's, if there's other albums that are about internal struggles and, and all that stuff... I'm all for it because I love folk punk, but um, uh, yeah, some of this stuff was like an angry kid talking about the presidential election. Uh, it, is, it just doesn't. Yeah. doesn't, doesn't I think it makes me angrier than you guys, but you know, that's just me. <laughs> I mean, I'm angry enough in my day to day life. Yeah, yeah, that makes like sense. Like I said, this this doesn't this doesn't. <laughs> He's add angry. Anything. He's in the Mad Dad's Club. <laughs> I am in the Mad Dad's Club. This doesn't add anything new to the conversation. Is my issue. Fair enough. Stop picking up I'm those sorry, papers. I'm looking at my papers. I want to see those papers. What's your ranking? Uh, it's a 9 out of 10. I really like it. <laughs> no. I'm going to go with a uh, 4 out of 10. Mm. Give it a 5. All right. Next up, we've got an album by a man. Uh, what is his name? Brian Eno? No. Brian Eno. We'll get there. No, it's called... Okay, I'll give you a hint. It starts with a brr. All right. Check back out of the break. Yahoo! <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you for listening to Fresh Ears. We have a lot of fun on this podcast that wouldn't be possible without our sponsors. First off, I want to thank Pipley's Believe It or Not. Uh, it's the younger brother of one Ripley. Uh, he's got a new museum out in uh, the middle of Shinston, and uh, he's just uh, trying to show you some things you won't believe. It's really cool. Uh, they got a um, one-legged lizard over there. They've got uh, 16 candles, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> but go out there. Pip- DVD copy of 16 candles? Yeah, 16 candles. The only DVD copy there is. So go out to wow. Pip, please, believe it or not. Uh, we've also got um, Fresno Shrimp. Uh, Fresno in uh, Nevada, or wait, no, okay. Fresno, Nevada. Yeah, You're Fresno, right. Nevada. Fresno in California. Yeah. Yeah. What, one one of them. Oh, there's another one in Nevada. Yeah. I think Landlocked Fresno is a new shrimp company that they want to promote through this podcast. Very delicious. I'm eating some right now with Homegrown. some marinara. Landlocked. Homegrown. Landlocked. Who there's caught no the shrimp? Well, Homegrown. It's imported, but it's grass-fed. Just so you know, grass-fed shrimp. So we want to thank Fresno Shrimp. And last but not least, we've got to go with my dad's riverboat tours. My dad is still trying to buy a boat so we can give riverboat tours. But if you pledge to his pay to his uh, GoFundMe, he can buy a boat and give riverboat Wait, tours. How, how much are these tours per person? <laughs> They're only five hundred bucks <laughs> plus the amount you pay for, for the uh, GoFundMe. But once he gets that boat, he's gonna drive around the Robinson Pool, and we'll get some nice tours in there. <laughs> so. I thought it was the Hyena River. Oh, the, well, we had to downsize because the Hyena River has been infested with uh, too many shrimp. <laughs> they're not catching are they, shrimp. Are they grass fed? No, they're not. That's why. They're wow. Too, they're, they're, they're getting too big. So the shrimp have taken over. So, yep, we want to thank my dad for not paying me but telling me I had to thank him. So thank you to our sponsors. And now, let's get back to the pod. All right, we're back at it again. 
The album I picked was released in August of 2020. It is in oh, sickness, he's, he's... in sickness and in flames by the Front Bottoms. All right, so the Front Bottoms are an indie punk alt rock group, whatever you want to call them, kind of a, an, an amalgamation of genres from New Jersey. Uh, it's the brainchild of Brian Sella and Matt Yuchic, uh, two fine, fine lads. Without a doubt, one of my top five favorite bands of all time. I solved them for the first time with Say Anything in 2014, instantly hooked. It was kind of my first exposure of them. I was with John Mark. It was a great time. I think I've, we've, we've seen them live three times. Every single time has been an absolute banger. I love literally everything that the band has done. Uh, many And I know John Mark will probably talk about this, but many people were upset with how their sound changed a bit and the production became like a little less raw when they signed to Fueled by Ramen like a few album cycles back. But, you know... I really didn't have a problem with it. Um, I personally personally feel like uh, In Sickness and In Flames is the best record they've released since Town of the Hawk. Uh, I absolutely love this thing from front to bottom. Ugh. Soggy, no soggy balls. But yes, yeah, uh, one thing, uh, one of many things that I think this album does really well are just like the banging hooks and choruses on every song. And in terms of like catchiness and like awesome hooks, I, this might be their best album in that category. Um, this thing's really just stuck with me ever since it was released in August. I really enjoy like the really, really like strange touches they put on the album. For example, like the kind of like abstract, weird little interludes with like kind of like the fuzzy sounds and strings. And there's a lot of like abstract monologues from, from Brian. I think they're really, really cool. And, and they each like little interlude really sets up the next track um, more than, more than any Front Bottoms album before, I think this one's really good at creating an atmosphere. Um, it's definitely a fall album. Um, like I said, the interludes and transitions are so good. Um, I also, I've always loved like the random little ad-libs uh, that Brian Sell will just randomly bust out in the middle of the track. And like, it, it's so out of context, but like, like for example, he'll, he'll just randomly go, uh-huh, and just like random little... Okay. Random little like I see, I see. monologues in in the tracks. I love them so much. And like half the time, you have no idea what he's talking about. But the, at the same time, it's just like, yeah, I feel that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel that. But yeah, I, this is a total, total for me. It's a total front bottoms record. You know, the last two records were good, but I, I feel like they stepped a bit away from their true identity. And I think on in sickness. Front bottoms are in full front bottoms form. It makes me so happy. And e even on some tracks where they step away from their comfort zone, like like Jerk, where it like includes some really cool like auto-tune poppy moments and Love at First Sight, it's kind of like weird instrumentally for them. It's more emotional and slow down. I still feel like they always stay true to themselves. Uh, my favorite tracks are Camouflage, Jerk, Montgomery, but man, I just, I just love this whole record. Uh, front bottoms, actually, they did a... Like virtual, they they do a festival every year where they headline. They kind of set it up. It's called Champagne Jam. It's something I've always wanted to go to. But they did it virtually, and we all watched it uh, last weekend, and it was just like it was so fun. I mean, I thought it was so freaking awesome. That was probably one of my favorite nights of this year. It was just mm. it was just a blast. One night in paradise, um, part three. That's right. I can't wait to see these songs performed live. I know we will one day. Hopefully, one day soon. But yeah, <clears throat> I think this is great. Your turn. John Mark. Oh, wow. Alex, I think he just <laughs> broke the record. He knows what he... 345. Uh, I'm proud of you. 
He didn't go into the detailed history of. I didn't need. Yeah, to. let's hear about the, the I, first time you smelled. Brian's... I, I didn't need to. It's just these guys. It was easy for me. I just went for it. I love the front. Well, let's remind everybody that when Alex picked this album, John Mark let out the biggest groan that shook the whole block. He did. Yeah, yeah. and as revenge, I chose Mouth Dreams. Oh. So as revenge for shaking. The I whole said. Block. I said. When I picked that album, I said I'm. I, I did it. I did it. You did it out of love to get the specific reactions out of you that I wanted to. So I'm happy that it happened. You wanted to confuse me. That's not very hard. Here's the deal. Uh oh. I. Deal or come... no deal. This is insane. Something needs to be done with it about this. We haven't done the pod in like three weeks. I need to get my. You need, energy. To, you need to go record your own pod by yourself. To well, I do. Well, not by myself. I'm sure you're not allowed to do your bits on that one either. He works out sometimes. I've come to terms with the idea that the front bottoms that I love doesn't exist anymore. Oof. The way they make their albums, the way they sound, that's just not going to happen. It's unfortunate for me. See, I really don't think it's changed that much. It's changed a lot. And here's the deal. And I know this... They've They've added more instruments. This is the man... Well, the production is completely... Different. It's really not, though. Yes, it is. They've added more instruments. It still sounds good. I mean, it, there's... I don't I, think it sounds... Well, you listen to me? Yeah, keep you, going. You, you ramble on. all Every episode, we have to listen to you talk about your dad's love of you two. Don't fight. Please. Shut up! <laughs> this is Christmas. We're supposed to be happy. I know this is coming from the person who made you listen to Neil Cesariga. But there, in no way, shape, or form, should ever be a five-minute-long front bottom song. Which one's five minutes long? Multiple. Five minutes long. Multiple oh. songs on here, five minutes long, are over four, and it's just unacceptable to me. I. They're not. A, <laughs> that's it. That's what did them in. Sometimes you need a little five bit minutes, two minutes to really like. No, three and a half minutes. Showcase what you perfect. got. If a song goes over five minutes, that's it. I don't know why Brian Sello feels like he has to do all these monologues now. Oh, I love them. I love them. That was fine on Plastic Flowers, oh, but now it feels like he's doing it all the time, and I don't know why. Here's the deal. You said that. That's Okay, you got only one here's the deal. No, left. I can say it as many times as I say want. Say right now. Here's the <gasps> deal. Go to jail. Oh, no, please don't do this. Here's the deal. As much as I can be fed up with their studio sound, their live stuff is just as good as it ever was True. to me. We listened, we watched Champagne Jam, which by the way was five hours long for $15. What a bargain. What a, what a deal. It's just such a fun ride the whole way through. Still waiting on and the song these the songs from Going Gray and, and Back on, or not Back on Top, Going Gray and, and Sickness and in Flames that I don't like that much. They sound great live. I love them live. And it's because it's the sound that they had when I first got into them. It's the production stripped down, and it's just them playing. That's what I want to hear. I don't, I don't like the poppy, dreamy stuff they they put over it. Sometimes it's not for me. It's just not for me. And I listened to it again. This album again. I listened to it when it came out. Hated it. Couldn't stand it. And I listened to it again after we watched Champagne Jam. And all the songs they played on Champagne Jam from this album, I now pretty much like because I know. I know what it could be, and it's very frustrating to me that I believe 
and I'm just one person. I know other people agree with me, but I'm just one person. I believe that the production on these albums is, is bogging down the talent of the band. And it's, it's their decision. I don't think the production is like <clears throat> anything crazy, though. It's really not. Don't. It's not, but it's Death by a Thousand Cuts. It's, it's, it's little different changes to me that when they add up, it creates a sound that I don't like anymore. And this is the band's direction. It's what they want to do, and that's fine. I'm not their only fan. They don't have to cater to You're me. You're not their only fans? I'm not, I don't subscribe to Brian Sill's only fans. Ooh, he does, sure? they, they don't have to cater to me. And that's I, that's perfectly acceptable to me. But I've, I I feel like at this point, unless unless we're going to a live show, which I'll go to any day of the week, or we're watching Champagne Jam or something, I, I feel like I've just moved on. And this is how it is. It's unfortunate. See, I felt like this was kind of a return to form, just with extra instruments. I don't think so and, at all. And, and new creative things, you know? I mean, but just to kind of, you know, argue your point a little bit, like, you can't... I think it's important for bands to grow and to change. I'm not and saying they shouldn't stay the grow. same, you know? I'm not saying they And they shouldn't. haven't, like, changed... I don't think they've changed drastically. Listen, listen. Still hold on a second, box. hold on a second. I'm not some dude in the YouTube comments saying, uh, you, just lost a uns- you just lost a subscriber. I'm not <laughs> downvoting their videos. Yeah. I just don't think they've changed that much. I think they have, and that's fine. Okay. I don't have an issue with that. I it's, just doesn't, it's just not something that I like anymore. Okay. Yeah. There's not an issue with what that. What do you think of the shirt Alex is wearing that says the front bottoms on it? I like it. It's a tie-dye dragon. I like the band. Mm. I feel like they're good musicians. I feel like they're a good group of kids. I respect it. They're one of your favorite you really, bands. You really like the female vocalist on the new on the she was great. live. I, she, I feel was, I, yeah cool. on the Champagne Jam, they had um, that's a their new bass, thing. They had their the I don't know who that woman is. I'm sorry, I don't know her name. I don't either. But uh, you know she played bass and she added vocals and I feel like a lot of the songs new and old, a lot is added with, with some female backing vocals to it, and I really enjoyed that. But I'm not going to sit around and listen to this 52 minute album ever. Oh, is it that long? I'll listen. Self-titled, and Talent of the Hawk, and Rose EP. That's the trilogy. Black on Top I like as well. But it's just something that's not for me anymore. Hmm. All right. Either cool. I've I, I've moved past them, they've moved past me, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just want you to understand that I'm not like. Uh, no, I get it. I'm not you some angry fanboy. I get it. I'm not someone complaining about the Star Wars prequels. No, I get it. I get it. I, just, I, I do. I do respect it. Which are good. I just. Which are well. Which are fantastic. I, we can yeah, all agree. Of course. I just. I don't know. I just felt like this thing felt very front bottoms. Anyway, um, <laughs> I still like camouflage. I like everyone blooms, and because of you, Alex, I like bus beat. <laughs> what about Montgomery Forever? I feel that's like such a banger. It's all right. But right. but but especially in the middle of the album, it was just ugh, five minute songs is just too much for me in this context. Well, what do you think, Eddie? Oh, so for my whole life, people have said that I say the band Front Bottoms weird, which I don't know how I say it wrong. You do Front Bottoms. Anyway, so that's like that makes me mad. It makes me so mad that what I'm gonna smit. I'm gonna I'm gonna say here's the deal. Don't touch these. Until we all die. Here's the deal. Uh, I Okay, so when I first heard the front bottoms, I always made fun of them because I was like, this guy is just like saying train of thought things that are like 
kind of sad, but about girls. So I always made fun of them in high school and college. I didn't. I guess I didn't get it. But uh, I guess. But thinking about it, like you guys, everybody, most people I know like them. So I was like, huh. I want maybe I'm like making fun of them when I shouldn't be making fun of them. You can make fun of whatever but, uh, you want, man. So I think I was too hard on them. But because when I was thinking about it, when you picked this album, I was like, you know, I made fun of all those songs, but like I still remember a lot of the lines that Mr. Brian Selleck says. That so like you know, uh, what, I wanna be stronger than your dad was for your mom. And like he says a lot of things that I remember. So I'm like, maybe they're not that bad. So and I don't really like. I remember I listened to like all the talent of the hawk, and I think that's it. I never listened to like back on the top or like what's the first what's before talent self-titled self-entitled self entitled front bottom self-entitled self-titled man oh, if, if, if there is if there's an artist that hasn't used <laughs> self-entitled you know as who, an album name yet do you know who did it oh, no effects damn anyway mind. um good job no effects thanks good. fat oh, mike oh, you already answered the question okay yeah fat mike well i you know um I, yeah, I don't know if that's a good title or bad. I guess it's kind of Stop a joke. Stop talking about It's that. like a bad joke. What? 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 Stop talking? Oh, no, he's so mad at me. Oh, no. Can, should I go Continue on? Continue with your review. Oh, okay. I thought you said to stop talking. What are you doing? You, I thought you were about to say something. You said stop talking. <laughs> you said stop talking. I've never heard that in my life. Stop talking. Um... Uh, anyway, so You're I, losing it. I know I never listened to the front bottom seriously. Um, really, I went to see them live like a few years ago. They played with Elvis Presley and um. But but did you listen to In Sickness and In Flames seriously? Yeah. Okay. I seriously well, let's, did. Let's hear about it. You how many talked about? Uh, over, it. You haven't started yet. Over how many days did it take you? You know what? I listened to it over one day, and then I listened to it again over maybe two or three days. So. <laughs> wow, I'm proud of you. So like I listened, but like I was like, oh, these songs are pretty good. I was like, um, these, I, okay, so I don't know, like, how they've changed. This sounds exactly the same as, like, talent, but I don't listen to the front bottoms. So, like, it's not, I don't know what product, I, I don't think I know what production means, unless it's a They just song. added more instruments, more That's different what, sounds and effects and stuff like so that. So production is the instruments and, and, and all? Production is just, like, the main, that's how the tracks are put together, mm, really. Because I only know, like, what that means in rap videos i guess all music has production does it production is how this the song is put together it's like unless you're unless 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 you're eddie trusting no 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 (laughs) even even you even you recording your guitar into a microphone uploading is is, is some kind of production interesting okay yeah just so but anyway i don't you mix the album you you boost the guitar you lower the drums it's all production okay interesting well i didn't notice like what was if the guitars were boosted that much or or, god i I didn't notice like anything weird with the production they're different it's it's, this one's more electric there's a lot more electric you know driven stuff on this one yeah and like for example, I noticed the auto. The first two front bottoms of Town Hawk were more acoustic. Yeah. Basically all acoustic. And then back on top, similar. They started adding some stuff. Then going gray is where they added a ton of like pop elements. Mm-hmm. This one they backed off a little bit, added more driving like rock moments, still kept the pop stuff in there, but then it had like really good acoustic stuff too. So I felt like this one was like a mixture of everything they've already done. Yeah, okay, I see. Because I, like, yeah, I never listened to Going uh-huh. Gray or anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see. I see. But, um, yeah, um, so, 
Yeah, I get that, like, maybe you wouldn't like them if you liked it when, like, their sound, songs sounded like shit and just, or crap. I'm sorry. But they didn't, I, though. But no, like, no, like, they, they record it like I record it. They like, never, it just sounds no, 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 no. They have, they, about. okay, listen. I thought they had a really, they really had like three. Fi. They have, like, three or four albums they made when they were real young that do, don't have very good production value. And those weren't commercially released. Those are like projects, basically. I'm not talking about those. I'm not talking about those. And I do like those. I'm talking about self-titled Town of the Hawk, which are actual productions. Yes. I'm not saying it was. It's two dudes in a bathroom. I mean, I like. Yeah. We're on the same page. Okay. Discussion. Well, because I like a lot of things. Eddie's been out of this. I and Joe Mark are on the same page. This whole episode. But I like a lot of things that were recorded terribly and sound bad. Like the the rec- it sounds cheap. Like the Renfields, for example. Like you I don't can think tell it sounds the, cheap. I, well, I mean, I, okay, so you but know it's cheap what production good, value is. Though. Okay, I guess so. It sounds <laughs> cheap in a good way. But anyway, um, so I get why you wouldn't like it, if because this does sound pretty slick and everything. It's like that album. It's like that episode of Drake and Josh when Drake records that song. Oh and yeah, the studio messes it all up. Yeah, that's right. That's why I feel like about the front bottom. So you think this? Okay. Except I, I think it's them doing it themselves, which is fine. Yeah, you know I could. Not see, that there's anything wrong with it. When Joyce Manor came out with a song that was longer than two minutes, I couldn't believe it, but I liked that album a lot. So I get why you wouldn't like it if they make longer songs too. But you were focusing on really. Oh, Maybe I'm, yeah, but I mean, I, I like this when I listen to it. Let's just say that. Let's just say All that. All right, good review. What it took, were, us, what, took, what were your, took us a while to get there. What were some of your favorite tracks? Uh, I like, I mean, I like basically all of them. I okay. liked the, I liked Everyone Blooms. I like Camouflage. I guess Jerk, I didn't like that that much. I like The Truth a lot. I thought that was good. Oh, he's just going on a line. And I like Montgomery Forever. <laughs> he's just going down the line. And I like The Hard, The Hard Way. I like that song. And I liked... We get, we get it. See, I liked all of them. I thought they were all pretty good. So did I. So, like, I don't... Like, and, and, like, we're on the w- same page about something. All right, we're on the same page. Um, but we... Uh, so, I, like, and like I said, I'm not a Front Bottoms fan. But... Uh, You're a Front Bottoms stan. Stan. I'm a Front Bottoms stan. So, uh, I liked this more than I thought I would because I always made fun of them. So... All right, well... And the Champagne Jam, it was fun. I liked watching it. Yeah, it was great. The parts you watch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Especially the bad, bad hats. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Um, 6. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. I'll give it a 9. I liked it a lot. It was a 9. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, those were our three albums. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about a few other things and then uh, <laughs> announce um, how our next episode just might be a little bit different. So uh, hang on. <laughs> Welcome back to Fresh Ears, everybody. What a great time we had um, complaining about each other's albums. Uh, probably <laughs> for face, another year basically. of that. I, I, probably is, the biggest downer up of the, yeah. of, the of the whole show. And, and I, you know, and that's okay. I mean, people love to hear. If I've heard our fans right, they love it. It's all love. Many, well. You would have chosen Beach Bunny, probably. I would have chosen. KG by King Giz. But we, you talked about that album and we talked about King Giz already, so I didn't feel comfortable putting another one so soon in. But anyway. Gotta feel comfortable now it's times. the time. It's it's the end of the year, probably the beginning of the year now that you're listening to this. And we decided we should walk down memory lane and talk about our five favorite albums of the year, each of us. Um, and we will start with Alex. 
All right, so in no specific order, well, before I say this, I think 2020 was a really good year for music. Like, one of the best things about 2020, I think, was the music that was released because it was just a great year for music. So in no specific order, uh, my top five albums of the year are uh, Honeymoon by Beach Bunny, uh, Tickets to My Downfall by Machine Gun Kelly, Big Vibe by Seaway, Pedals for Armor by Haley Williams, and In Sickness and In Flames by The Front Bottoms. And yeah, that's my five. There, there were a lot of other great albums that I really enjoyed this year, but I, those are all, you know, big ones for me. I thought they were all really great in their own, in their own way. So yeah, that's my five. All right, Eddie, what Top do you five. think? Well, okay, mine are pretty, pretty simple ones. Um, <laughs> so, homeless gospel choir made the list. Surprise, surprise! Your land is your landfill. Um, so we got, these are like top five for me. We've got uh, Death in Venice Beach by the Bomb Pops. Uh, Pears, their third album, which is self-titled, Pears. A hardcore punk band that's on Fat Rack. Both of those are on Fat Rack, actually. Uh, we got a new band that I found this year that I don't know if they existed before, but I listened to this album and it was really was awesome. Uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway by Private Function, an Australian hardcore punk band i really like it it's so it's so good uh mikey erg classic punk pop punk man mikey erg made a i guess if this counts it's an ep but it's called uh bon voyage i love it anything mikey erg makes i'll probably eat up um so and then homeless gospel choir some honorable mentions some pop albums i like this year harry styles is a fine line and i like dua lipa's uh what's it called Future Nostalgia, and I like Taylor Swift's Paramore, or what's it called? Folklore. Paramore? It's called Evermore is her new one. I, I didn't listen to that yet. So yeah, there's some <clears throat> albums that I like this year. All right. Um, I don't listen to as much music as you guys do, um, especially new music. So you don't we need a new member. We introduced music to John Mark this year, actually. That's where we started. Never John, heard... John Mark's never heard music until this year. Yeah, it's been a real lockdown. <laughs> he um, was so shocked. Lockdown project for me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so my favorites of the year are KG by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Chunky Shrapnel by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Um, After Hours by The Weeknd. Um, Ugly is Beautiful by Oliver Tree. And I forget what the last one was going to be. Oh, no. I never heard of that band. Oh, no. What was it? Oh, no, by Girl Talk. Isn't oh, that a song? Good. Yeah, I wish. Maybe. <laughs> oh, no, part two. If Girl Talk came out with an album this it's year. It's not Neil Cicerica's Mouth Dreams. That's oh, not... Beach Bunny. Oh. Yeah, I'd put Beach Bunny in there. I like Beach Bunny. It was great. It's great! All right, cool. Well. Cool, cool. Now, it's, now it's time... time. For the best part of the episode every week, we get a listen to an answer a question from you. <laughs> if right. you want to send us a question, you can email us at freshyearspodcast at gmail.com or you can DM us on our Twitter, which is. What is oh, it? ears fresh? Yeah, hashtag fresh ears. <laughs> and, and then. Um, okay, by the way, help us start this year off right and send us a question. Please. Please. Okay, so we've got. Two really good questions this week um, from um, Taylor. His name is Taylor, I think. Mm. Taylor R. Yeah, it goes by Taylor. Oh. It goes by Tay. 
So Taylor R. Kelly. I heard Taylor R. is the saint of the pyre. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's him. That's that. Quarantined extreme. Okay, so I think the best way to do this one is we'll, I'll say the first one, we'll answer it, then I'll say the second one because okay. they kind of go with each other. That's fine. So the first question is, what is your favorite one-hit wonder and why? I know what mine is. What's yours? I'll stop the world and melt with you. It's that. I love that song. Who sings that? Uh, I don't know. The Is it... Uh, oh. You don't even know the band. How do you know it's one-hit Modern wonder? English. Modern English. This is a hard one. For I me. love that song. It's a, and that's like their only song that comes up like four times on Spotify in the top five. So I will always say uh, the song "Take Me Out" by Franz Ferdinand. Oh. Is that really a one hit one? They, they is that's a one hit wonder. What else do they do? Well, then if they've got a bunch of albums, I think if that's a one hit wonder, because I was questioning my choice. What is a hit? I think Franz Ferdinand has a lot of music. That doesn't mean that they're not a one-hit wonder. Okay, well, I don't think it, that then, Modern English only made that one is song. A, then if that is a one-hit wonder, then Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen is a one-hit wonder. Uh, and that's my my selection. A little bit less so. I can name other Carly Rae Jepsen songs. I, can, I can't name any other Franz Ferdinand songs. Is Franz Ferdinand a man or a band? It's a band. Or a Muppet? Well, it was a man. I mean, his assassination sparked World War One. But oh, yeah, okay. The band... <laughs> All right, so second second part of the question um, is what is your favorite one-hit album? Meaning the band <laughs> or artist never released anything quite as popular as that one album. <coughs> I think that's an even better question. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, album? I don't, about that okay. one. I don't know. Maybe... It, yeah, these are, ones, well, these are ones we probably... If we're going by album, and I don't know, like, because... I don't know if Devo ever had mainstream success, but uh, uh, are we not men? Or no, wait, no, 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 no. no. What's the one with? No, you can't pick a Devo. You can't pick any Devo. No, no. Yeah, I guess they have a couple songs. Okay, Uh, maybe um, one album that is good. Let's think about that for a couple hours. Great time. I can edit out this time. No, no. Yes, yes. Please don't (laughs) edit out. We can't edit anything. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe um. I don't think that anything was ever as popular as Buck Cherry's 50. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. A one hit album. Everybody's thinking. I'll look something up. I mean, I would. No, that doesn't count. It doesn't have to be like one hit. Like oh, pop and pop like one hit for the band. Like it doesn't have to oh, be something easy. else like top forty. Easy. Uh, alopecia by Y. Okay. Literally, yeah. like all their fans. Yeah. Only know alopecia. Mine's probably you guys will laugh, but this band never m- made anything that was as popular or as good, um, and really kind of fell down, fell down the rabbit hole after this one and. It's uh, Dear Diary, My Teen Angst Has a Body Count by From First to Last. Uh-huh, yep. uh-huh. Oh. Well, mine might be Traffic and Weather by Fountains of Wayne, or maybe it's uh, So Long a Story by the um, Ataris, because I think that's got uh, Boys of Summer and In This Diary on it. You are a boy of summer. Fountains of Wayne has Stacy's Mop, but Fountains of Wayne is like a really rad band, so... One of those two! It's a tie. I was going to say, in the airplane over the sea by Neutral Milk Hotel, but they also have On Avery Island, and I think any fan of Neutral Milk Hotel is going to 
eventually listen to that, so that doesn't count. But yeah, absolutely. Let's not forget the Flying Flies with their album <laughs> demo there. There's never going to be another one. All right, so well, that's it. Thank you so much, Taylor R. I hope you're having a fun time uh, with your doing, dad. With your dad, uh, <laughs> doing whatever you're doing. No, we have a. I meant to say now. We have no, 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 no. We have a back to back. We're doing little theme episodes for our first episode of the year, 2021. We are each picking an EP. An EP episode. Of course, everyone knows an EP is shorter than a full length album. Uh, usually five or six tracks around that. And uh, yeah, we're each going to pick an EP. So starting with me. Uh, he was in my um, best albums of the year. I'm going to go with Do You Feel Me by Oliver Tree. Alright. I'll pick Uh-Oh by The Coolies. Mm-hmm. Alright, and this is, <laughs> this is going to be my most obscure selection yet since we started doing the podcast. Uh, my choice is Checking Up on Buds by Petey. Alright, Petey. I saw you listening to him on Spotify today. So how do you spell Petey? P e t e y. P e t e y. Checking out on buds. Checking up on buds. All right. Well, we have a a list of fun little songs to to get through next time we see you, whenever the hell that's going to be. From Alex Petri and Eddie Trezino and I, we all hope you had a very wonderful Merry Christmas and a oh, very oh, oh. or Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, <laughs> and Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening and and making our 2020 more fun. And we can't wait to see you next year. Here's the deal. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I see.